Hi, everyone. Welcome to Asked by Ayana. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Today, I'm joined by Josie Bullard, who is a digital content creator and influencer who I have followed. I literally think since I like started, I have loved her content. It's just like, I, I feel like you have been like so creative and doing things that like, <laughs> no one else was doing since way back in the day. So anyway, I'm, I'm super <laughs> excited to chat with her. Um, she's so successful now, but I feel like her path to getting here is super interesting. So anyway, Josie, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you. And same to you. I feel like I've followed you for years. We were just talking about how like we briefly met each other. I think like four years. Was that four years ago? I don't know. Three? I think it was. Yeah. Long time ago. Yeah. So I'm excited to be here. Just chat it up with you today. So I would love for you to share a little bit more about who you are, what you do, what kind of content you create, um, and then we can kind of go from there. Yeah. So I'm Josie Bullard. Um, I'm actually a college dropout turned full-time content creator. I (laughs) dropped out of school a little over four years ago and kind of went on a whim. I felt like this was just where the future was going. I kind of had a small platform I had built up and I just really took a big gamble and went with it. Um, I've always had a passion for photography. And so that was always kind of like my backup plan. And so I really just kind of hit the ground running and it worked out really well. Um, I feel like I really hustled for a while, just trying to land brand partnerships, educating myself more, improving my content. And so, yeah, I've built an audience um, up to almost 170K on Instagram, almost similar now on TikTok. So yeah, I just I love creating really inspiring content, um, just cool, edgy photography, and also kind of sharing tips with other people as well on how they can shoot really cool photos, as well as just sharing like fun, colorful fashion. So I love the part of your story about dropping out of college because I feel <laughs> like that's just something that's so interesting to me because I know that you had to have gotten like a variety of reactions to that. What was that <laughs> like? Like Like, I would just love to learn more about like, okay, Mm -hmm. the moment where you realize that, okay, like, I think I'm going to, you know, step away and just like how the people around you responded to that. Yeah. So it was kind of crazy. I, I remember when I first started college, um, so I only went for a semester, but when I first started, it just instantly felt off to me just from the get go. I just remember I was doing art school and I'm just like, I just feel like I'm not supposed to be here. I feel like got this other thing that I'm kind of building right now. And it's just where I'm, my passion was. And but I obviously went ahead and stuck it out. I started school the whole time. I just found myself like in between classes. I was always just running home and grabbing my tripod and shooting photos in between any time I could and constantly like working on my business. And it just became very apparent to me that this is what's lighting me up and what I need to pursue. And I felt like school began to get in the way of me being able to grow and really put the time into it that I needed to. Um, and so I kind of just was like, I, I need to quit. I need to just go out on a whim and see how this goes. And it wasn't even like, it wasn't even necessarily like a decision I was weighing back and forth. It was just one day it was made very clear to me. And I'm like, I just have to go for it. So I explained that to my parents and they knew I had had like a really bad experience with like a roommate my freshman year and they knew I just wasn't having the best time. And they also saw this platform growing for me, but they obviously had apprehensions. My mom was very like, oh, 
okay, wait a minute. Like what's going on? Um, thankfully my dad, he actually kind of works with influencers in his career. He is a book publisher and he's done multiple like brand book deals uh, with different influencers like Tezza, um, Joshua Wiseman, people like that. And so he kind of like understood the the direction of where things were going. Um, and so I think like he definitely kind of calmed my mom down, walked her off the ledge. Like, you know what? I think this could be like, you know, we got to let her at least try. And so they let me just do it. Um, and I just really just like went for it after that. I I don't even know. I feel like I was working like 70, 80 hour weeks, just constantly emailing, researching, trying to learn. Cause I'm like, I can't let this fail. Like I just dropped out of school. Like <laughs> I've got to make this work. And of course I always had photography as a backup. I was like, you know what? Worst case scenario, I love shooting photos. I was already had like a small photography business. I'm like, I can just do weddings and senior portraits and stuff. But in my heart, I'm like, I never want to do that full time. This is what I want to do. And luckily I was able to make it happen. I love that. And, you know, I cannot imagine like how, how high the stakes felt. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also love that you were willing to take a chance on yourself. And it's like, Mm -hmm. if you try to do this and like hated this, then like you could always go back to school. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if I've learned anything in life, it's that like, there's so much more flexibility than we're taught, Mm -hmm. you know, like, there's, there's room to try out different things. So Yeah. I mean, so then you've built off this platform and you have, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers. How did you get to that? I know that's like a very big question. How did you get to that point? But I mean, I'm sure that you get that all the time from influencers who like want to do what you're doing. Do you feel like there is anything you did that kind of helped you along? I mean, I love your reels. I feel like you're one of the people who like embraced reels early on. And I love that. So I don't know if that's a part yeah, of it, but yeah. I, I just love to hear that. Definitely. So it's so funny. Cause I feel like anymore when you ask people like, oh, how'd you grow? It was back in the day. So different than growing now. Right. I feel like when I first dropped out, um, that was a time period where Instagram was very all photo focused. And also the explore page was a huge thing. And so I grew majority of my following in the beginning by my photos, just getting featured on the explore page often. And thousands of new people seeing my posts and kind of coming in um, or people sharing me, um, stuff like that. And so really just in the beginning, how I grew was just consistency and um, just trying to really hone in on like my brand and create content that's different that you haven't seen before. That's going to be eye catching and make people want to hit that follow button. That's kind of what happened at the beginning. And then I feel like there was a plateau period and there's lots of changes that have come on Instagram since then. And yeah, so definitely reels kind of came to be. And at the beginning, I was just like, oh gosh, another thing that we have to keep up with. (laughs) But I kind of was like, okay, I have to keep adapting. And that's the thing that I've realized is like at the end of the day, my brand is my brand and the medium of the content that I choose to put out to my audience can change. But the message and, you know, the style can stay the same. Right. And so that's what I've tried to do through reels is find a way to kind of relay that same feeling that you get from my photos and other things and just show it in a different way. So another huge growth spurt has come with that as well. And then now on TikTok, I really kind of honed it on that too um, and creating a little bit different content over there. But overall, I mean, I think it's a great time to grow right now, especially if you're utilizing video. It's just, it, it seems like it's, the fastest way that you could be able to, you know, reach new people and build an audience that way. 
I feel like you've done a really good job of creating like educational content too mm-hmm. on reels. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people have such like short attention spans. I mean, honestly, no. being honest about myself, sometimes I'll be watching a TikTok and it'll be like <laughs> longer than a minute. <laughs> like, like I can't done. do it. I can't do it. I gotta tap out. But no. I love that, you know, in like 30 seconds or 45 seconds or a minute, you know, you pack a mm-hmm. lot of like posing yeah. tips and, and f- photography tips. So, mm-hmm. um, that's really cool. And your husband has helped you al- along the way. I-, I would love for you yes. to share more about because yes. you've been together forever, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So we're actually high school sweethearts. We've been together since we were both 14. And yeah, Grant's been with me through it all. I remember when I first started like taking photos, I was like kind of nervous. I'm like, I'm like, can you take like a picture of me real quick? This is kind of weird. I'm just going to bust out these crazy poses. <laughs> that was like very much my brand, especially when I was first starting out these like wild, crazy poses. I'm like, this is taking a lot. But luckily I've known him forever. So he definitely from the beginning has been there. And I will say I've kind of turned into quite a great photographer. <laughs> he does um, a good he's job. He's gotten yeah. really good over the years. I feel like I don't have to like tell him like what I like anymore, or, like stage the shot. He can just kind of grab the camera and knows what to do, which is really awesome. But yeah, so he's been with me like through dropping out everything. He's always been super supportive. And then more recently, so he graduated from college. He did not drop out. <laughs> One of us had to finish strong. <laughs> um and he he got a job um just as uh, in like finance uh for an insurance company and um he just really wasn't loving it he really didn't even like his major i feel like this is just something so many people struggle with you spend thousands of dollars at college and then you hate what you just <laughs> spent all your right. money on so he started doing that and luckily my business had gotten to a point where i'm really just i was needing extra help i was needing to hire on a new person. And I'm like, well, I would, it'd be so much nicer if we could just hire on you. That way we could just work together because there's so many travel opportunities and stuff in this career. And it was just getting in the way where like we couldn't go on these trips together. We couldn't do all these experiences because he only had a certain amount of like vacation te- right. time. So he worked there for six months. And then uh, at the end of the year last year, so end of 2021, quit his job. And now this year he's been working with me full time. So it's been super exciting. We work really well together just because we've known each other for so long. Like high school, we always had like class projects that we would do and stuff. So it's been really great. Um, And I'm excited to kind of see where the future takes us. (laughs) That's amazing. I feel like that's kind of like the dream. So I feel like sometimes when like you are the partner like in a creative job or you're Mm self-employed, then people are kind of like, oh, well, at least the other person has like a quote unquote, like safe job. Yep. So did you have any reservations? I mean, I know you're doing so well. Um, or mm-hmm. were you able to just kind of like jump in and be like, let's go, you know, he's on board now. Yeah. So it's funny. I think always for years now, we've always talked about wanting to work together eventually that just seemed like that would be the dream. That's what we wanted. Um, and you know, he, he definitely wanted to just at least try and get a job out of college. Cause I mean, again, you just spent so much money on a degree. So you right. might as well use it for a little bit. But it definitely was one thing where it's like, it is risky because, you know, it's nice to have extra like stable, secured income. But at this point, you know, I feel like my career is only growing every year. And, you know, until it shows signs like slowing down or going backwards. I mean, I think we're in a good spot. And so I was just like, you know what, let's just take the risk kind of similar to when I dropped out of college. I feel like so many people try to they think something's permanent when they make the decision or they think that like, you know, you can't fail or you have to 
do one thing and it's like things are great right now let's just go for it and you know in the future if we ever need to if he ever needs to go back to work he can but I think the goal is to kind of build into my business and create me smaller businesses kind of branching out from that too and hiring on more people hopefully in the future so yeah good. <laughs> I love that yeah I think that that's the funny thing like even like the stability of a job, like you can get laid off. It happened to yeah, me. Like, exactly. You can get laid off out of nowhere and like yep. lose the health insurance, lose the every two week yep. paycheck. So like yep. nothing is certain. <laughs> so you, you kind of have to go for it. Um, but I feel like you've done a really good job of branching out and like not putting all of your eggs in one mm-hmm. basket. I mean, I know that you mentioned that you're on TikTok as well, but then you have a course and you have a yeah. podcast. How have how do you manage it all? And like, how have you decided like kind of what to pursue? Yeah. So that's one thing I always really wanted to um, put a lot of emphasis on was just not putting all my eggs in one basket not like putting all my time and energy into one specific place just because I mean, as we're kind of even seeing it right now, Instagram's changing a lot. Like platforms will change and evolve. You know, sometimes who knows in 10 years from now, will Instagram be relevant? We don't know. Like, and so I think it's always really smart to take what you like your skill set and just place it in different areas. And so I originally started a podcast just kind of showing like the behind the scenes of what goes on with Instagram, brand partnerships, things like that. And then um, as I really got into these creative reels and just showing people tips and kind of got into that educational space, I'm like, okay, I think this is a great time to finally put all this together and maybe create a big product of my own. I've had presets for years, but you know, I think it'd be great to have a high ticket item. And so I spent like, I think six to eight months just like recording, really pouring a ton of time into that. And so that's been a really big part of my business that we've kind of added on, which has been awesome. And then TikTok, of course, I feel like TikTok right now is like, I'm spending equally as much as much time creating and posting on there as I am on Instagram and I'm seeing a ton of growth over there. And so, you know, I'm just, kind of doing whatever I kind of feel like whatever's lighting me up whatever's making me excited and right now I'm just really loving TikTok um and of course Instagram's always like you know has a special place in my heart so (laughs) that's kind of what I'm doing right now um but I definitely think it's wise and it's so easy to repurpose content too just break it down into different segments and different ways that you can talk about the same topic and kind of put your own spin on it in different platforms I think that you that that's great. I feel like you do a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. I'm curious how you find creative inspiration because you mm-hmm. are creating a ton of content mm-hmm. a, a day, a week, you know, whatever yeah. time span you want to look at. So how do you like stop yourself from like throwing your phone and being like, this is too much. <laughs> I know it's, it's funny. I was just talking with my, I think my grandma the other day, she's like, I don't know how you do it. How can you like come up with so many ideas every day like that just seems like (laughs) too stressful (laughs) I'm like oh man I mean it is stressful you know sometimes ideas just really flow to me and other times I feel like it's like a drought I'm like oh my gosh like it it is painful to try to create something Um, but I've kind of developed a good method of keeping my ideas organized and planning in advance which I think helps me 
for the times where I'm not as creative. So I have like a note list in my phone. And whenever I have like a real idea or a TikTok or a photo idea, I just write it down. And then whenever I have like a content shoot day, I just kind of pick a few things off the list and then I go out and shoot them. And I'll even like take audio that I like and I'll put it in there. Even if I don't have an idea yet, like I need to make a video to this like or something like that. So uh, that's really helped me to continuously come up with ideas because I just think I'll go through these spurts where I might be scrolling on Instagram or looking at reels and I'm like, oh, this is a good idea. This is a good idea. And then I just start rattling off different ideas. I also just, whenever it comes to photography, I love being inspired by color, clothing, cool locations, or just trying to turn a basic location into something cool. I live in Indiana. So I mean, there's not, not every street corner is picturesque. (laughs) So, um, you know, it's sometimes it's a little bit difficult, but I kind of like that challenge. And so, um, just kind of getting creative that way, just constantly thinking about like how I can kind of push the boundaries and do something I necessarily maybe haven't seen before, um, or just gathering inspiration maybe from Pinterest and then putting my own spin on it. I have to say that when I started following you, I was shocked when I realized that you lived in Indiana. Nothing against Indiana. Like all my love for for the Midwest. Yep. But I I was like shook. I was like, there is no way that Indiana is this cool. Um, it, it's very inspiring that you are able to shoot like at home or even like during – lockdown um Mm -hmm. for me I'm like okay like this is someone who is showing you don't have to be like Mm -hmm. in a glamorous place or have an elaborate setup yes to to make something fun so I think that's really cool yeah definitely like you don't have to yeah live this extravagant lavish lifestyle to just be interesting or create interesting content online I think a lot of people think they have to have all these things in order to you know, attract an audience or be interesting enough for someone to want to follow you. But that's not true. Like literally just kind of like look around and I'm sure you can find like the beauty and like the hidden gems, um, you know, no matter where you're located, even if it's in your own home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that's so true. Mm -hmm. Um, By the way, I love all of your home content. It's so fun. I feel (laughs) like buying a house can be like just, I don't know, it's just like such a overwhelming thing. oh yeah um, but I Lots love of- I love living through other people and like seeing how <laughs> other people handle it so that's yes so yep yeah it's definitely uh, fun I feel like the it's always just the expenses never end <laughs> it's like oh I want to buy this I want to do this oh now this needs fixed it's like okay <laughs> this yeah. is ridiculous yeah I always say that like I le- obviously love home ownership but like the first time that I realized, like, I couldn't call a maintenance person, yeah. I was like, me and You're Wagner crap. have to figure this out. I was just like, oh, God, what am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> we survived. I would love to hear, like, what an average day looks like for you um, and just how you stay organized and on top of things. Yeah. So every day obviously looks different. Um, I'm trying to do my best to, like, plan my week kind of in advance. So there might be certain days where I am focusing on, like, it might be like a whole content batch day and something else might be like a full computer day. But sometimes when I'm like not as on top of things and I just, I have these to-do lists that I have to get done, this is what my average day would look like. So normally I kind of, I would wake up around like 7, 7.30. I usually will go to like the gym or something in the morning or like take my dog on a walk, just kind of do like some kind of morning routine or like journal, whatever. 
write down everything I need to do if I haven't already. And then I kind of will just tackle my to-do list. I typically like to do computer work in the morning and I create in the afternoon. I just, I don't know why I don't like getting up and like instantly putting a bunch of makeup on and then like going and shooting. I'm just not like (laughs) ready for that at that time. So (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I like, I'll usually do like admin stuff in the morning um, or like Grant and I might go over like what we need to do. And so, yeah, answer emails, um, make sure everything's submitted for like collaborations. I, I have a manager that I work with on like collaborations and stuff. So I'll just touch base, make sure there's nothing I need to do there. And then I will probably like get ready for the day and either like get on stories or go out and actually shoot something. Any more recently, since I've been kind of spending a lot of time with TikTok, I've been like creating TikToks every single day. And I'm like, okay, I need to like, consolidate this down to like just one or two days a week because this is getting really exhausting but it's just like the little things I'm just like oh this is a good idea let me go do it really quickly (laughs) um so recently I've been doing um a lot of that and then usually I'll kind of spend my afternoon editing um posting scrolling on social media for like inspiration sometimes I get sidetracked and all of a sudden I'm just mindlessly scrolling and an hour's past my crap I need to get back back on task and so yeah and then I usually I like to actually wrap up my day like around like five sometimes I'll like I'll be posting into the evening but I don't really like to do like a ton of work um after that unless it might be like an evening photo shoot that I want to do or something but I don't like to do like computer work or admin stuff past that time because I like to kind of give myself some kind of structure but yeah that's kind of usually what my my day would look like yeah I love asking that because I feel like in all the time that I've been doing this no answers have have been the same Mm -hmm. um yeah it can be so hard to unplug and like have work hours you know Mm -hmm. I feel like especially I always say like when a part of your job involves being on your phone and you're on your phone even in your leisure time and like all blurs together I'm like the worst at texting like because I'll get like texts from friends and stuff during the day and I'm like on my phone 24 7 but like I'm in the middle of like posting something right yeah I'm like oh they text me I'll like reply to them later and then I never reply and then a few days goes by and I'm like oh no like I no, same. Left it's like you're using your you're using your phone for everything but like the thing that a phone yeah, was designed yeah, to be used exactly. for. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, Josie, thank you so much for your time. I wanted to end by asking you like if you have like one piece of advice for aspiring mm. creators. Obviously, everyone she has a course that we discussed, so she's not going <laughs> to give away all the good stuff for free. <laughs> but just like your top tip. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is such a hard question. I think one thing that a lot of people who are wanting to get into this creative space, one thing that they kind of let hold them back is they think that they're like never ready. They think they have to have the best equipment or they have to have the skills that they have to learn it all before they get started. And my advice is to just like go for it, put yourself out there and you will improve. It's just, if you constantly are waiting until you are at your prime to, to begin, you're never going to get anywhere. Like you just let so much time pass and, you know, you just have to put yourself out there. You can't let, you know, the fear of being judged by other people hold you back from showcasing who you really are. And I just say, take that first step. I love the quote, feel the fear and do it anyways. Um, you know, you just have to go for it, put yourself out there and you'll, you will learn, you'll pick up on things, you'll fail, you'll try again and you'll improve over time. And I think that's kind of the beauty of just seeing someone's journey online. Um, and so yeah, 
just don't give up, go for it, and don't let the fear hold you back. And that is fantastic advice. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing it. Yeah. Um, where can people find you online oh. if they want to connect? I'll obviously like, you know, type it out, but mm-hmm. just so, you know, you can share it here as well. Yeah. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Josie.Bullard, uh, TikTok's Josie underscore Bullard, and then my podcast is Behind the Feed. Awesome. Thanks so much, Josie. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Asked by Ayana. I hope that you enjoyed the listen. If you're looking for a way to support the podcast, taking the time to leave a rating or review or sharing it with someone who you think may enjoy it is a huge help and goes a long way. See you next week. Thank you.